Get that disco ball out, John Gruden, because it is the Nico and Chris Bears post-game wrap-up podcast show featuring Nico and Chris. I'm Nico. And I'm Chris, and your Chicago Bears take over John Gruden's NFL Las Vegas Raiders by a final score of 20-9? Uh, 20-9. Ah, uh, yeah. That's right. The Bears uh, show up to Las Vegas, not Oakland. I almost said Oakland earlier. Uh, show up to Las Vegas and put the hurting on them. That was some D. Fence. If you are into that kind of thing, this is a hell of a game to watch, a hell of a performance by that side of the ball. Yeah, with the exception of one drive in the first quarter, the defense was dominant in this performance. Seriously, the fact that they answered to the way the Raiders were playing that very first drive is a credit to the defense right now and how well they're playing. Uh, Sean Desai and the other uh, playmakers on that defense have done a really great job. It's a different defense from when they played the Rams five weeks ago. It's even a different defense from when they played uh, the Cleveland Browns. I mean, and really, when you look at what the Browns, that that Browns game, you know, it was a close game until that final quarter. I mean, and what were the Bears to do? They were, they didn't have the ball on offense at all, and they were, you know, the defense was tired. There's nothing you can do. Um, Today was kind of the, the the day of the subs. Besides Justin Fields, who gets the, who gets another victory, and he had no okay. his first week as your named Week One starter, he is not now an injury replacement. Time starter for the Chicago Bears. He had an okay game today. Was kind of numbers wise not impressive, no, no, but no, no. game wise, game wise he played. Well. I mean, he got hit a lot in that first half. He took a lot of hits. He had that knee thing. He came back out. He, the, the kid is tough, and he was tough last year in college too. He's got the gumption. Oh yeah, he's got he's got the moxie. Justin Fields, you're getting our oomph of the week <laughs> because boy, did you take some oomph hits. Yeah, it, no, definitely. But today was kind of the day of the substitute for the Bears. You know, you know, David, me and Williams and Khalil Herbert answer the call. Good Absolutely, running good running, especially in the first half. Noah Akeem Hicks, fine. Bilal Nichols, Mario Edwards, uh, Travis Gibson, all all did what they had to do. They really made the Raiders. Offense kind of one dimensional, and credit, you know, credit a couple of hits here and there, but the Raiders' offense blew a couple of good freebie plays from the Bears. There's a couple of dropped passes that were that would have been touch, that could have been you know set up touchdowns. We don't tape this, but I'm nodding my head in agreement with what Nico's saying. <laughs> no, it, it, it's again, it's a very good game. If you love defense, especially if you're a Bears fan listening to this show. You do love defense. You love stalwart. Which, why would you? I mean, yeah. come on. You love stalwart defensive performances, and this is what you show up for. You love hard. I mean, Cleo Mack got two more sacks today. He leads the team with seven. Robert Quinn got another sack. He's got five, five and a half on the year. Roquan Smith is still all over the field tackling dudes left and right. Eddie Jackson even had. I think you said it. That's seven for Mack, right? Seven for Mack, yeah, on the season. Because he had. By game one. five? By game five. Yeah, we're at game five. Right now, and this defense is hitting people left and right. So, right now, the defense is kind of making it. You know, that's where all the money is right now. You know, you pay attention to the payroll. The money is on defense, and right now they're making a lot of it. They're making it worth. You know, so the, all the pennies are being counted just, just as well on uh, on defense. Um, uh, now, the team did have a lot of penalties. Yep. Uh, both sides. Rivaling only the Las Vegas Raiders this week in penalties. <laughs> only the Raiders could get more penalties. If the Raiders lead anything, it's in penalties. I will say this. Uh, they in- had a total, I'm, I haven't looked it up yet, but at last count when we were watching the game, 82 yards of penalties. 60 of which came in the first quarter. <laughs> oh, there were some, there were some, I mean, I think the Bears, 
Unfortunately, we're on the wrong side of some bad calls. Um, offensive pass interference against Allen Robinson late in the game. That was ridiculous. The Mario Edwards, on a play that dissolved. The Mario Edwards uh, twice. He had an unnecessary roughness twice. Yeah, the personal foul, the unnecessary, the second one. Uh, I guess you could say he was hip-tossing the guy a little too long. But then the other one, the Roquan Smith personal foul, the unnecessary. That was embarrassing. That was garbage. He led with his shoulder. That was a shoulder hit. I'm sorry. And you know know when it's a bullshit call, the broadcast never replays the penalty. They just show the guy on the field reacting for like 45 seconds. That's all it is, so... It's uh, or Nagy yelling at the ref. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I, How about him having the wherewithal to step aside, like he did last week, although he didn't admit it, and give Bill Lazor the play calls, right? And because so, things were working so far, it's and well, I might add, two and zero right now. Because um, last week everybody kind of gave the Bears a pass, like, yeah, they won the game, but it was against the Lions. Fair enough, they they beat the Lions. But this week the Raiders the Raiders were three and one coming into this game. And a stat I wanted to let you know, the Raiders are the best scoring team in the second half right now in the NFL. Thirty points in the first half compared to seventy points in the second half. So they really do know how to turn up in the second half. And again, that's why you have to give this that's why you have to be proud of the defense right now, because to give up nine total points, to have Khalil Mack, you know And stop a two point conversion. Right. Yes, and he had the sack on the two. That was sack number seven already. You're gosh damn right it was. And he swallowed Derek Carr on that play. He ate that motherfucker alive. So, Derek Carr can't have children after that sack. (laughs) Well, he needs a haircut. Oh, my God. He looked ridiculous. He needs a haircut, that's for sure. Um, You remember the movie Back to the Beach? With Frankie Avalon and Annette Funicello, uh, yes. when they're making fun of him for having the hair helmet, he had the hair helmet. It's one of my favorites. <clears throat> you think I forget that movie? <laughs> Nobody ever could. Nobody. Yeah, I mean, it's a classic. It's burned in my brain. That guy said, "Oh, somebody get Annette," and then Annette Funicello walked up. She said, "I'm right here." <laughs> She's like, "Annette," because uh, <laughs> uh, that's what she would say. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. Good win. Bears hey, I'm Frankie fucking Avalon over here, huh? <laughs> I'm going to sing some fucking staples for you from Broadway, eh? How about it? Don't you fucking eyeball me, kid. Don't you fucking eyeball me. Oh, so funny. Such a great G-rated classic. It I really it. is. It really is. I, 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 honestly, I do like that movie, actually. Even with the... the, 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 the it's one of my... <laughs> yeah, I, fuck uh, you and fuck your mother, you piece of shit. Yeah, Mama Luke. <laughs> the Bears are going to fucking win this week against Las Vegas. Don't you fucking bet against me. Don't you fucking bet against me. I well, got The Bears are 3-2 and two right now. 3-2. and two. Going back to Chicago this next week to play the Packers. The Pack. Who, by the way, are not that impressive right Barely now. Barely won this week against Cincinnati. And a, a clearly concussed Joe Burrow, and that's going to put a nail in the coffin here for the Cowboys game. Yeah, I think that's... that's so we're that's, watching this live, and... Uh, just threw a pick six for those not watching at home. Um, yes, uh, the Packers have not been impressive this season. Aaron Rodgers looks kind of human-ish. Um, and then makes it... And I'm pretty sure he lightened his hair. It's very possible. Could have put some Just, just For Men highlight streaks in there. And um, Mason Crosby missed 11 kicks. Got the one that won him the game, but... He did. I was griping. 
NFL headlines. Number one was Mason Crosby hits 42-yard field goal to win the game. Like, what about the four he missed before that forced the overtime? Three, sorry, he missed three. Three in a row, and two of them were disgusting shanks. Like, he didn't just barely miss these field goals, folks. He's had some games where um, he's missed quite a few kicks, and he's cost them some time and some scoring. So, uh, I think this is this could be a formidable game for the Bears, especially the way the defense is playing right now. The Packers' defense isn't really that good. They just signed Jalen Smith off the um, off the uh, off the trash heap because the, the Cowboys just cut him this past week. So they have another linebacker, but I don't think linebacker is their problem. Their problem is that they don't have good corners. Could that be a recipe for uh, success for the Bears? I mean, right now it has to be. I think you have to. I would love to see a game plan where the offensive line doesn't get eaten alive, though, you know. I I will say it is very strange going from two weeks ago calling for Matt Nagy's head on a platter to what we're talking about now, which is the Bears might have a chance against the Green Bay Packers. Right, and considering they also have to play the Bucs, and I think they play, I'm going to double check here. Some other teams they got to play. Bucks. uh... The, the the state penitentiary I think they're playing. No, we got the cards on December fifth. We'll be at that game. Right. As we were saying, the Packers will be a <laughs> sorry, we had a little technical difficulty. But uh yeah, the Packers could be a God, look at that neck. next week. Um I think the thing is uh can the Bears offense um play a lot better. I, I there's still struggles on offense. They scored 14 points in the second quarter, and it turns out that's all they needed because the defense basically pitched pitched a great game. Um, next week, they're going to have to score points because not only can Aaron Rodgers create points, but the refs are on his side no matter where he plays. Yeah, more or less. Um, and, and you're right. Let's go back to what you were asking earlier. Two weeks ago, Matt Nagy's head was on a spike. Yes. He, he, was, he was dead to rights in Chicago. And right now he's gone 2-0 and since that Cleveland game. And he's coaching the team like a head coach is supposed to instead of a guy who's so worried about what play he's going to call next. Um, exactly. There's been an attitude shift. It, it's no longer Matt Nagy worried about Matt Nagy. It's the Chicago Bears as a unit trying to win football games. Right, and I think actually... And that's huge. That attitude shift, is it's noticeable. I think naming Justin Fields the starter is also a big attitude shift. You saw the way the defense played today. I don't. I, I, I'm going to give all the credit to Deshaun Desai and the way the defense is played, but I think Justin Fields being out there really energizes this team right now. Um, I think more so than people yeah, want to admit. There's a bit more uh, like it's a shifting of the guard, as it were, in that Matt Nagy is releasing his stronghold on Andy Dalton was going to be my guy no matter what. He accepts that that the experiment's over. We have to win football games, or I'm going to lose my job. Right. I think right now is it was the right time. I think early enough, I know a lot of people were thinking that maybe it'd be the bye week or maybe week eight or so that the Bears would switch over to Justin Fields. I don't think making him the starter right now is a bad idea. I think, you know... My assumption was week four, Dalton was going to have a season-ending injury. Close. Injury, even. Close, Uh, yeah. Injury. Injury. Yeah, so, I mean, if you... If you enjoyed this week's game, I mean, you know, as you should have, because it was fun to watch. It wasn't even one of these games where it was sloppy. I mean, it was sloppy with the penalties, but really, hell of a good game on both sides of the ball for both. I mean, well, actually, 
You even said yourself, special teams look pretty good today. They actually made it to the ball and forced fair catches. Right. It's probably the best special teams has looked so far this season. And, you know, it's nice to see. Who's the kick returner that they picked up this week from Miami? Team Grant, who the Bears traded for a six-round draft pick in the 2023 draft. He looked really good. He he looked like he tried to make plays. That's for sure. He he saw he tried to find he tried to make yards happen even when they couldn't happen sometimes. Um, yeah, so really great job. Um, my disco ball reference is to when the Bears played the, the 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 Raiders in London two years ago. It was the year after Matt Nagy became the coach of the Bears, and when they won, when the Raiders won that game. By the way, a game that Chase Daniel was the starter for the Bears. So. Goes to show you um, who we saw on the sidelines today for the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, after the Bears lost that game to the Raiders, um, the first thing John Gruden said, because if you remember the Club Dub celebrations the year before and the year and that year, John Gruden came to the podium. He says, "I ain't got a disco ball, but let's dance anyways." Total knock at Matt Nagy and total knock at the Bears. Granted. You know, it, it, it's the way it goes, but... And then the press was like, well, what did those emails say 10 years ago about those former players? <laughs> about Yeah, about uh, NFLPA President DeMory Smith. Uh, yeah, so uh, a lot of good to take away from this game. I think that... He actually emailed Mark Davis, and he opened it up with, now I am a racist... <laughs> no, I am a racist. Not, I'm not a racist, but... No, I, I just want you to know, but before I get into what I'm going to say, I'm a huge, gigantic, piece-of-shit racist. <laughs> Mark Davis like, That being said... Yeah, yeah, Mark Davis is like, have you seen my haircut, bro? Come on. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, yeah, John Gruden. Uh, yeah, he's an asshole. But, uh, yeah, the, 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 now... We look forward since we're Bears fans, can never, never be satisfied with the win ahead, with the win in front of us. We always have to. Look right now, I am. I'll be honest. Oh no, I am. I am pretty happy with how they performed today. Um, I am pretty happy with this, but it's Packer Week, and we're already. I'm already looking to Packer Week. So here's how the next four games shape out after today: home against the Packers, on the road in Tampa Bay, at home against San Francisco, on the road. In Pittsburgh, bye week. Oh, the Pittsburgh game. That's a Monday night game, too. Those four games after week one. That's the one a esteemed colleague of the show, T's brother, will be at. Good for him. I hope he freezes to death. He's like, I'm going to plan a vacation to Pittsburgh. I'm going to Pittsburgh, you guys. You know what's going to be fun is I'm going to drive to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Why don't you just go take a flight out to to Soviet era Yugoslavia? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I think there's more better places to go than I get. You're going for the game, but like after you go after you go to the like pretty much all you have is the Steelers game, and then after that, what you gonna go eat a burger at the Burger King? That 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 what he's gonna do? Every burger joint out there spells it H-A-M-B-U-R-G-H-E-R. I shit you not. Hamburger? There's a place in Hebron here, the town you're in, uh, that only serves burgers. Because, like, Pittsburgh. I'm, I'm not. And the, the walls are decorated. It's uh, Paz's place. And you oh, go in there. I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. I've never had it there. I, I didn't know that. 
I didn't know that poor literacy was cool. <laughs> I ordered there a few times, and then I went in there to pick up an order, and I took a look around, and it's all just like crappy decor of like the Bill Cower era, and <laughs> you know, because there's actually there's no real Pittsburgh fan. You either pretend like you're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan because you're the working class, quote unquote, or you're full of shit. Ah, uh, yeah, I've been to Franklin House in Valparaiso. <laughs> If you know that bar, I mean... You, this show brought to you by Franklin House of Valparaiso, Indiana. The Pittsburgh Steelers hub station. <laughs> There's a lot of... Is their signature drink the phony? It, I think it is, actually. It's and a, there's, a, there's a lot of bars in the area where they're like, oh, this is a Steelers bar. It's like, no, a bunch of assholes come in on Sundays and take the place over. You're not a Steelers bar. I agree with you, actually. There are a lot of dumb Steelers fans in this area, which, of course, makes sense. Cause you mean Steelers fans. Oh, take that, Pittsburgh. Take that. Gotcha, That's... bitch. But those four games, like, at the beginning of the season, I would have said they're at least going 0-4. They could probably go. I mean, I know this isn't. They could probably go 2-2. Two and two. And, I mean, I mean that in a good, positive way. I, I It's going to be hard to beat the Packers unless they take Rodgers out, which, of course, will then cause an automatic touchdown for the Packers because of course you know the refs have to give the Packers a touchdown right um my hope for this coming Sunday is that Khalil Mack comes in just as hot as he did today oh my god right look right now they're just there's whoa oof I'm uh, sorry folks we were watching the uh the, was that the Josh highlights. Allen uh no not uh no that's that's the Bills sorry yeah the um Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. Just saw Daniel Jones take a hit in the highlights and walking around like he was drunk as hell on the sideline. Oh, yeah. That's uh, that's not good. Um, yeah, the the Packers are definitely going to get the benefit of the doubt on a lot of calls, which they always do. Um, but, I mean, look, that Brown, like that Bucks team, yeah, they scored 45 today, but they could barely score anything against the uh Against the, the Pats, the Pats. That game was week. what nineteen seventeen. That was yeah. Like, and last year, remember the Bears held them and they lost to the Rams. Points. And they lost to the Rams too. So that's a team that's formidable as well. And then you know you got the Steelers. I I honestly record or not, and I don't think the Steelers' record is really that impressive. They're two and three, so they're not a good team. San Francisco is yet another one of those teams that. Um, they have talent, but they're not necessarily really good. I said that last week about this Bears Raiders matchup, as I think San Francisco both- lost today to the Arizona Cardinals. They're two and three now, aren't they? Yep, they are. I said this last week about this matchup Bears Raiders, is that both teams have a lot of talent, but they don't have a lot of overreaching talent to where they're dominant on any side of the ball. See, I am. I, I'm glad I ate those words because the Bears defense. Again, I know I'm, I'm repeating myself. The Bears defense came to play today. DeAndre Houston Carson had that awesome interception. I know I'm repeating myself, too, watching the, the quote, highlights of the Packers-Bengals game today. <laughs> they only show what Green Bay did. Right. And, and look, The Bengals dominated them in the second half of the game. Right. And, I mean, Rodgers has thrown <clears throat> bad interceptions this year. He can be got right now. I'm, and I'm saying, and I'm not saying that just to be a Bears fan. And he threw a classic Rodgers hissy fit today too. He threw his helmet off. He threw the ball down. I'm saying he can be got right now. This isn't the untouchable Rodgers anymore. This isn't the Mister Invisible. It's it can happen. And if the Bears, if the Bears pasty can really keep it up like they have been, I, I'm telling you, I, I don't think I don't think it's out of the possibility to see a Bears victory next week. And what 
a great way to win. What a great way to show everybody up by beating the Packers at home. God, that would be such a sweet gift to give the, the home fans. That would tie up the division too. Yep. <clears throat> that would that would upset a lot of people. I I I think. It, it, it's, I'm gonna go so far as to pick them. I, I think I might too. If you get this defense again, it was rusty at first, but since then, you know, I, I I won't even count the Browns game that much. They have they have attacked, and they're not really afraid right now of attacking. Robert Quinn is playing great. Khalil Mack is energized right now. And the great thing is because Robert Quinn is hitting. <laughs> and even so with much, the penalties, Smith came to fucking play today. I'm telling you. We saw Roquan to God today. I'm telling you, I don't know if it's going to happen, but the plays that he's on, I called it in week two when he got the pick six. I'm not going to be surprised if Roquan Smith's name comes into the defensive player of the year uh, debates. Because you know what? He's been all over the field so far this year. He has been, you know, he has been the guy on defense. He's the guy that calls the plays when they're called down from the defensive coordinator. He's the guy that matters. They're going to have to pay that man his money next year. They better. <laughs> you know what I mean? And don't even be like, oh, Nico, you're tripping. Fine, I'm tripping. He's going to get paid next year. He's going to be one of the top. He deserved to be an all-pro last year. Garbage. He's already tackling like crazy. He's on pass breakups. Here's a stat for you. He's the third best cover in the league. Not for linebackers. He's just as highly rated against quarterbacks passing uh, rating as some cornerbacks. So even when you put him out in coverage, he's going to cover your receiver and you can't get the ball to him. So you take away the middle of the field right now, and guess what? And you have Jalen Johnson on the other side of the field. That kills a quarterback. Again, Rodgers is not an everyday quarterback. He's not a Derek. He's, he's just as good as a Derek Carr, if not better, obviously. He's definitely better than Derek Carr. He's going to get a lot of things that Derek Carr doesn't get. Right. But I'm telling you now, if you're going in next week thinking the Bears are going to automatically lose, watching today's game, I say nay, sir. I say nay. (laughs) That is going to be this week's uh uh-uh, bitch of the week. (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm kind of amped. I want the game to happen right now. Yeah, it's... it's it's been a minute since we were amped for a Bears game. Like I, I really thought that they were going to come out and shock the Rams, and obviously my, my homer bias was shown. Happens to the best of us. Yes, then uh, they beat a subpar Bengals. Uh, a subpar Bengals who almost walloped the a fucking com- Packers. I will today. say, if it's so, they're competitive at the very least. Well, you could say that for Detroit, too, because they Detroit lost another heartbreaker today, but the Bears fucking destroyed them. Yeah, and, and they're another team that's very competitive. That, that try, They're try-hard, very try-hard. <clears throat> yeah, really, the only... The, plucky. Yeah, the, <laughs> if not able to execute, they are the, plucky. The two losses on the Bears' schedule, which you know were the Browns and the Rams, were the ones where they looked the worst. But I don't think... I think so far, now that Nagy's gone away from the offense... I think the defense is playing better. I think Fields being named the starter has, has changed a lot of the attitudes on that team. Yes, two weeks ago we were calling for Nagy's firing. I don't know. He might have done the best job he could have and benched himself. You know what I mean? I agree 100%. I think uh, handing the play calls over, the best decision he's ever made. And he should stay with it. I think he should. I, I think I think he's better served right now as the Bears. Because, I mean, goes. look at it. That's where he came from. Right. 
No, I think so. I think he's better served as a Bears head coach right now. And it probably bothers him. It would bother anybody. All these this, Look, there's only 32 of these jobs in the NFL. So and people who are at those jobs are egomaniacs to begin with. That's the whole point of getting that job. That's where you see yourself as the top guy. That's where Vic Fangio went. Right. That's what Vic Fangio wanted. He wanted to be a head coach. So, I don't know. I see... Next, and he just lost a goddamn fucking Pittsburgh for jerk offs. <laughs> but the Bears will play in a few weeks, so he's like, "Oh, I'm I'm, I'm going to totally destroy this rapist." <laughs> God, if only they did. Because Ben Roethlisberger is a rapist. He is. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, I really, I hate to break it to you this way, Pittsburgh fans who are listening to the Nico and Bears, Chris, Nico and Chris Bears post game wrap up show featuring Nico and Chris. Your quarterback's a rapist, Pittsburgh. It's true. You ain't lying. And also, the guy who used to coach Justin Fields' team in college is a college fingerer. Urban Meyer, we see you. You've been we seen. hear you. You've been seen. <laughs> I, I don't know if you guys have seen that video, but did, I mean, does it look like it, that, that girl's wearing like a huge wig? <laughs> you said this last week because I know, and I, I just I can't stop thinking about it. It's uh, a. <laughs> She's got her hair piled up pretty high. It could be a wig for sure. She could be like, I got my hair. I got the hair I've always wanted. I'm going to go have myself a daiquiri. This and this and that. And then I'm going to throw up on a 67-year-old man's cock. And here comes, an, here comes an old 60-year-old guy who keeps hitting on me. He's like my grandpa a little bit. A little gross. My mom's 31. <laughs> I'm 20. I left my two-year-old son with my mom, who's 40. His name is Draxton. <laughs> That's with a D. I said Draxton. No slurring of the speech here, baby. Any final thoughts? <laughs> his, his father's Iranian. <laughs> I'm not sure how that ties into anything, but I, I just... He's, he got her with the bottle service, you know. That I say, Persians do that. They can do that. They got the silk shirts on from Dan Flashes. Yes. They, got the, they got the eighty gallons of cologne with the roll. pipe threads. I, the reason why the shirts. So We're going to watch the next game with a huge pour of wine and popcorn. <laughs> yes. Uh, really, no final thoughts on this week's game outside of holy fucking shit, the Bears pulled it off. Good game. It really Exciting game. I don't want to say it felt like a miracle. Like as the game progressed, I was like, they actually are going to win this game, I, and they I, deserve to win this game. I honestly never felt worried after a while because I mean, when the second half started and they were kind of they had a couple three and outs, and even on that interception, they went three and out pretty quick, and I was like, oh, what's going on? The Raiders had those long drives, but they never they never capitalized on it. And the Bears defense just just made me more and more felt made me feel more and more comfortable, not worrying about. What's going to happen? And then all of a sudden... There was a confidence. You're right. Yeah, and all of a sudden, the time kept going down. Next thing you know, you're in the fourth quarter, and all of a sudden, the Bears have the ball back. And, you know, Cleo Mack sacking people, and Robert Quinn sacking people, and, you know, Eddie Jackson is actually making a tackle on the open field. It's... I'm I'm surprised, but I'm happy. I enjoyed what I saw today. There's, you know... Yeah, could Justin Fields have played better? Sure. And he was probably the story coming into this game. But coming out of this game, the defense packed a punch. He could have played a lot worse. Exactly. He could have thrown the game away. He could have gotten hurt. 
and you know you got to give the kid a lot. Get, it's his fifth NFL game. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, second start, no, third start. Sorry, third start. So, first one we don't count because it never happened. Uh, right. That, that was a fever know. dream. <laughs> but yeah, next week's Packer week, so I'm I'm here for it. Even though that's what we're, we do here, anyways, we watch the game, we we commentate on it. Yeah, we're we're always here for we're always it. here for the game. So you know, that's, whether we want to be or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, Browns week not so much, but Packers week. Oh my God! The I'm rare? lately the last few years. I mean, we've gone back now to the nooner Packers Bears game, which is fine. I'm okay with. I'd rather not have the seven o'clock Packers Bears game where they wallop us forty-one to nothing or something. So. I'm sorry, as a working man, <laughs> I hate primetime football. Yeah, it's that's a- why football is predominantly my favorite sport because you can watch your team play at noon most of the time or three twenty, like three o'clock. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you're like, oh, I, I can eat dinner and go to bed at a reasonable hour because I have to go to my fucking job tomorrow. Yeah, fair. That, that's that's a fair assessment. I, I like how you're thinking. So, yep. Packers next week. They can't flex that, can they? No, they can only flex the games at the end of the season. It's it's after what week eight or week nine? Yeah, something like that. I think after week. I think you're right, eight or nine. Yeah, because then that's when the playoff connotations start happening. Where you have more, right, and you can have those games because it was like remember three years ago, the first year with Nagy as the coach, they were going to play the Vikings. It was going to be a nooner, but because both those teams are doing so well, they were able to flex it to to seven. And remember. Everyone was kind of like, well, this isn't fair because the Bears played a primetime game. Joe Burrow taken hospital with possible throat contusion, he just said. Wow. Um, remember, uh, the Bears had played a primetime game the week before. They played a primetime game that Sunday night, and then they had to play Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, what the hell? Their schedule is tight as hell. But they, they ended up persevering, ended up doing well, ended up winning both those games that week. So, uh, yeah. So. The, uh- that was what the shortest turnaround in uh, Super Bowl era like history seventy one hours or yeah, something. Seventy yeah, guys like less than eighty hours for sure. And and I, I I will give the Bears credit. They're just like whatever. We'll play anyways. We don't care. Yeah. And they did. They won with Chase Daniel as a starter. And I remember Eddie Jackson caught that pick six. And so that was a fun game to watch. So Uncle Ronnie's <sighs> being racist. <laughs> it wouldn't be Thanksgiving if that wasn't the case. Though, <laughs> That boy would have caught the pass if he was white. Okay, Uncle Ronnie, we get it. I got this wing ding I'm drinking. Wing ding here. I got this Zima Zang Zang. <laughs> guys drink this smeared off ice? Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Okay, I'm saying Bears by 10. 10 to nothing win for the Bears. I like it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm thinking uh, 31-21. I also shall pick the Bears. I know. Shocker. I'm going to go real crazy. I think it's going to be a tight game. I'm going to go 19-17. Oof. That's going to be a nail-biter, but I think Bears win. They go three He's in a row. He's going with the Rams-Pat score. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, yeah, I think three. I think they go. I think they win this one. I think you start to, you know, everyone's going to start to question now the whole Packers, you know, vulnerability. Because I think it's there. I think people are, are letting it slide a little too much because it's still winning. But, again, Pat, uh, uh, Packers. Rodgers is not throwing interceptions. like he. I think last year he only threw like four interceptions. He's already thrown three on the year this year. And, we're only and again, game five. Just like we said about Plus Kalina. that hair. Yeah, that hair is pretty gross. But 
I just don't. I think Rogers right now is more human than people are letting on. You know, and again, he saves his best games for the Bears. We know that. Um, yeah, he's got three interceptions this year to eight touchdowns or ten touchdowns. Last year, he had five total interceptions. Interesting. I, I would assume he would have had a lot more touchdowns than he has. He only has 422, which is weird to say as a Bears fan because I don't think we have a single quarterback who's thrown more than 12. But <laughs> the, the record right now is Brady with 593. Right. After today, I think it's 598, actually. And, I mean, Rodgers threw 48 last year, so it's not like... He had a bad year. I mean, that's that's not bad. You know, but good. that would have brought him up over four hundred, right? Definitely. Um, actually, it's funny that so Rodgers had forty eight touchdowns last year. I actually, I actually jotted some of this stuff down. Last year, the Bears had twenty six total touchdown passes. Oh as a team. my as a god! Trubisky and Foles. Um, Trubisky with the more with the was the leader. Um, yeah, that, that's that's funny. Uh, so yeah, as far as that, um, so yeah, yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm, yeah. That was the Nico and Chris <laughs> post game wrap up podcast show featuring Nico and Chris. That was Nico. Oh, that was Chris. Make sure to please follow us at NNC Bearscast on Twitter and on Instagram, and listen to the show on a bunch of other podcast places like iTunes, and Spotify, and Anchor, and Google, and other places. Just search for Nico and Chris Bears post game. Chris, bear down. Nico, bear down. Back a week. Back a week.